This is Absent Minded Extra. You are listening to Absent Minded. We have a trade to you by and we're reporting on it with an instant reaction with Jared Book, Matt Drake, and myself, Patrick Bexel. Alex Newhook, two Montreal Canadiens from the Colorado Avalanche. Montreal gives up the 31st and the 37th overall picks in tomorrow's draft and the day after tomorrow for in case of the 37th pick. And Gianni Fairbrother, who I'm quite sure doesn't have a contract. I'm here with everyone's favorite. The Matthew mania has begun before the draft. Matthew, your instant reaction. I don't like this at all. I don't like it at all. The, the fan base seems pretty split. I put it out on Twitter right away. I hate it. I don't like the idea of giving up a, a first rounder, albeit a late one, and then an early second rounder to get a guy whose career high in points was 33 on the Colorado Avalanche, which is a very good offensive team. I mean, if you can't give me at least a 50-point season or something like that, I don't see how you're worth two picks plus another body in Gianni Fairbrother. Not a fan of this trade. I will be very happy if he goes out there and proves me wrong, but right now I'm, I'm steaming. I'm not happy about this one. He was given the chance to take Arthur Lekkonen's role when um, Lekkonen was injured this past season. He didn't take it. Uh, they're letting his rights just walk away for, for a good haul. I, I do agree with that. I'm not a super fan of this either. We just like had a couple of seconds before setting this uh, podcast up. And I, I'm starting to see it more and more like, can he play wing? Is that where you're going to finish you know it's it's a uh, it's a local boy in a way he's won the stanley cup how much extra can you pay jared who's just jumped in i think that this is very very similar to what they did a year ago with kirby doc it's it's nearly identical they're both in the same draft they are are both you know you can even argue that the the price they paid this year is is even less than they paid for for doc a year ago and I just think that it's it's betting on the upside. And yeah, like you mentioned, he can play wing, he can play center. Where where he ends up is kind of up in the air, but that's okay because it's kind of up in the air with Kirby Doc. Uh, they have a, a bunch of centers coming up in, in Owen Beck. Uh, they still have Jake Evans and Sean Monaghan and, uh, and Christian Dvorak as we speak right now. Um, so I, I think that it's, is it a gamble? On on New Hook's upside, absolutely. Uh, but so is you know they, they'd be gambling on whoever they picked at thirty one or thirty seven as well. So uh, I I think that it's a it's a gamble worth taking, and I don't think the Canadians are done yet. Um, I really I really don't. Matt, do you think that this is also puts a question mark on the whole depth of the draft in this case because we've heard kind of things that. Anything can happen in this draft because there is no clear draft order. I, I think it at the very least suggests that the Habs don't really believe in the depth of this draft. Uh, I, I still don't get it. I think, you know, what's his absolute upside? Second line at absolute best. This is a guy who put up 33 points on one of the best offensive teams in the league. I mean, I, I, I don't see it. I don't see how they're better off trading for a player who can only muster up 33 points playing on the Colorado Avalanche when they could have got two players. I mean, you got two swings with those picks, right? You hit one and you might be getting somebody in this particular draft. I see it as deep enough that you could have got somebody who maybe has legitimate top six upside, uh, maybe legitimate top six immediate, well, not immediate like next season, but once they come into the league, they might be able to step into a role like that. You don't know what you're getting. 
And I know it's the whole mystery box analogy, right? But I think with with New Hook, the problem is like you're, you're you're getting a pretty known quality that is not capable of piling up points even on one of the best offensive teams in the league. So I I don't know. I don't like it. I mean, Kirby Doc had a maximum of twenty six points playing with Patrick Kane a year ago, right? Well, he was mostly uh, I, I, not playing with Kane, wasn't he? He was. It wasn't. No, he, he, I'm he pretty sure lot. he spent the most of his minutes with. Um, who was it? I can't even remember. But it, either way, I mean, I I wasn't a super big fan of the Kirby Doc trade at the first uh, when I first heard of it either. And uh, again, I'll say the same thing I said before you jumped on, Jared. I'll be very happy if I get proven wrong. But I, on the surface, I don't like it. I have uh, our sister sites, My Life Hockey's uh, top 25, under 25. He was voted for there last year. Um, it also says a little bit how much they have given up in order to stay competitive and, and maybe go deeper into to another Stanley Cup run. The, the, the fan base is split when I read the comments there as well. Where is his upside? Where is his uh, potential? Is he a third liner? Is he a second liner? But that's where they draw the, the the line, and I think that's where Montreal will have to draw the line as well. Maybe, maybe he can become one of those exchangeables on the second and third line. But I, I, I really don't see him as a second line winger. He got the engine, he got the skills. If you want to play with speed, this is the guy you want because he can turn on a dime, he can put on the afterburners, he has puck control, uh, he has an engine that he can do it deep down in the third period as well. You see a Paul Byron is an archery lekkonen. I'm not sure, but but those are the kind of players that I automatically think about when I read the 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 play card on Newhook. Yeah, I, I think that you know there are questions to answer to what kind of player he is, and and but all through his his junior hockey career, minor hockey career, and and his career in in at Boston College in the NCAA, he was an offensive player. He, he showed. Um, you know, high motor, high intensity, good skater. Uh, also showed good anticipation and was able to to make plays. And I don't think that goes away. And, and you know, Matt mentioned that he's been playing on some really good Colorado teams, and he absolutely has. Uh, but that also limits the the role you can play. It also limits how much ice time you get uh, as you're learning because Colorado hasn't really been in a position to put kids in in big positions they, i mean they were last year because everyone on their team got injured practically uh but that also meant new hooks uh quality of teammates was was down as well and you know you look at uh you know i'll go to a, another team in the new york rangers and you know that 2019 draft they got Kabukako, and he's a player who hasn't really come along because the rangers are trying to make the playoffs and can't really uh develop at the nhl level and I think that it's it's hard for a player to to break into that. It, it's a very select few players who can jump right into a contending team, and and perform offensively in a key role. And, and so I think that there's there's similarities there even with Doc because early in Doc's career, Chicago was you know trying to make the playoffs, and and Montreal right now is not doing that. So they can afford to to see what they have, and, and I think that they see something in New Hook beyond the stat line beyond what you know he was at the at the 2019 draft and, and i think that you know has he been underwhelming at the nhl level yes and that's exactly why the canadians had the, the opportunity to trade for him so um you know yeah i understand you know keeping 31 and 37 but i don't know if you're getting a guy there that would be better than uh 
than what Newhook was in 2019. Uh, he's still 22. It's not like you're trading for even a 25, 26 year old um, who's older than most of the guys in the window. Uh, he fits right in with Doc and Caulfield, the same draft year, a uh, little younger than Suzuki. And, and, and I think that it's, it's a gamble worth taking. If you look at the, the, the guys around the league that you can take with that pick, you know, is, is it possible that they get somebody better than Newhook at 31 and 37? Absolutely. Uh, but there's also a chance they get somebody who's, who's not as good. So um, it, it's, it's an interesting trade. It, it's not a, a, a discounted amount. It, it is a significant amount. Um, but like I said earlier, I, I'd be very surprised if the Canadians don't end up with a pick between number five and number 69, which is basically what they're looking at right now. Uh, I, I think that there's going to be something um, that's going to get them more picks into that range. Uh, and then, you know, the, the outlook of this trade, uh, and I think even, you know, Matt's view of it would probably change a little bit. And not just Matt. I mean, there's lots of the fan base in Montreal who's um, concerned that, you know, looking at those players that you're going to get with those picks. I think that it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens here. Do you think that they will toss out the puck between Dach and Newhook and see you can take that center role on the second line at training camp this year? I mean, unless they're planning to move him to the wing, I mean, they, they, they might have this as a plan in order to keep Doc on the wing and put him back with Nick Suzuki and Cole Caulfield. It was one of the few combinations they had last year that worked. But I've, I've been of the opinion all summer that they wanted to move Doc back to center. And yeah, I think they, they might have to compete those two. Either that or they're trading another center. Maybe Doc's on his way out and they're going to re-enter the, the PLD sweepstakes like Stone Cold coming out with the broken glass and stomping their way down there and then smashing beers together after they make the trade. I don't know. I have no idea. This seems to fly in the face of, I mean, I, I know it's very similar to what they did last year, but it seems to fly in the face of the idea of a rebuild because you got all these picks and we're just going to flip them for, uh, I don't know. I don't even, I can't even organize my thoughts because I don't like this so much. Again, I hope <laughs> he's I'm only wrong. 22 years old. He's the same age as Caulfield and Doc. Uh, I, I don't think they're going to flip Doc now. I just think that they're looking for, they're looking for this rebuild. They are rebuilding, yes, but they're looking for this rebuild to have core pieces that are ready to contend uh, in 24, 25. And I don't think there's anybody that you would have taken at 31, 37 that would be an NHL caliber player by that time and new hook will be uh, he already is an NHL player but he'll be um they're, they're hoping that he'll be a top six player uh and, and i think that they have flexibility right hockey is turning into kind of a positionalist game uh and, and i think that it, it's going to be you know it doesn't really matter whether doc's the center or uh new hooks the center or monahan's the center or or you know who, whoever the center is on on that second line well, let's, or, be honest, whatever let's be honest line it won't at. be called Calfield. No, it won't, that's why I didn't mention him. <laughs> um, it won't be Uri Slavkovsky either, I'm pretty sure. Um, although he would be the big center that they're looking for. Uh, but no, in all, in all seriousness, I think that you know this core now, and we can include Newhook into that core, is going to be added with the number five overall pick or whoever they pick with, you know, if they trade down that pick and they, they get a couple of picks in that, you know, say seven to to 40 range i i think that you know that's that's what we're looking at it at the as the core here that is an instant reaction that is to pieces even the half size on the price crew is split down the middle we have to wait and see at least we know the offseason has started the trade are trades are coming in 
tomorrow Montreal might be picking at number five at least as of now they are thank you guys for listening is back and better than ever. Loki. 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 Wow. Great to see you again. Critics agree. Loki season two is marvelous. Great. And it's finally here. How much do you know? Let's assume I don't know much. A mind-bending adventure. Spectacularly cinematic. I've been waiting for a moment like this. It surpasses all expectations. A little over the top, don't you think? I thought it was spot on. Loki season two. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus.